You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. What's going on, everybody? I'm Zach Peter. And if you're not doing so already, give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Um, All right. So last week, I had on a couple of ladies and we talked all about our worst ghosting experiences. Or actually, they talked about it and I kind of got the ladies perspective Um, and they didn't seem to, to hold back. But there were many, many stories that you guys sent in. I know I put out an ask on Instagram a little too late, but I got a lot of um, some of your tales. And this week, I really kind of want to focus on a guy's perspective. Um, since we got, we had a ladies panel in studio to, you know, get their their take. And since guys are normally the ones that are doing the ghosting, um, I thought it might be good to get a couple of guys to share their stories. Some of them sent in some clips or, or they just sent in their um, stories via DM or email. So I'll be flipping the script today and I have a guest co-host that I'm putting in the hot seat. Um, He's ghosted, he's been ghosted, and he's here to help me break down all of your horrible ghosting stories. Please welcome back on the show, Gunnar Thorderson. Hey, how's it going, Zach? Always a pleasure. I'm glad to be here. How are you? I'm doing so well. Uh, Things have never been better, honestly. So uh yeah we're just loving life um got two kids now uh not sure if i only had one when we last spoke but uh yeah we're just doing great and uh just growing my business and uh looking at uh getting into into uh, some new things so what i'm is, excited what's your business now so other than a- like dope instagram yeah, so <laughs> obviously there's there's instagram uh which i'm live on now and uh uh, that's actually not even my thing. That's my wife's thing. So if you guys go, uh, if you're on Instagram, go to Becca Thorderson, you'll, you'll find her. Um, that's B E C C A and then Thor T H O R. She should pop up and then you can find me there as well. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, that's kind of, that's her main thing. She likes to blog about our family and, and our personal life and, and the kids and everything. And so it's cute. She loves to do it. She's now collaborating with all sorts of companies that send her stuff. And it's just a lot of fun. So, so you've kind of survived the dating madness. You're now married. You have two kids. I think last time you were on, you were on our guys panel. And I, I can't remember who else was on with you. I know we've had like Carl Radke and Josh Wolf, who've all come and done the guys panels. Um, but so I wanted to bring you back on to kind of get your take on ghosting. And then I reached out to a few guys and had them share their stories that will break down in a bit. But basically, the girls were, were saying that, like, guys are just awful. Guys are dicks. Guys ghost because they just aren't that into you. What is your take on ghosting, Gunner? So ghosting for everybody that doesn't know is when you basically you're, you're into someone you're talking. Um, I I mean, it may even extend beyond romantic relationships, but I mean, it just, you have a relationship with somebody and then for whatever reason, you just cut it off completely. We're talking no texts, no emails, no face-to-face encounters. You basically disappear. You go ghost. And, uh, and I think this is a new thing. This is a new phenomenon that is a result of this sort of social media information age that we're in. And, uh, I think it's just, it's put a lot of people in some interesting places because, you know, I think it hurts. I think it hurts a lot more when 
you know, you think maybe you've fallen for somebody or you have these deep feelings for somebody and, and maybe there's like some misinformation on, on both sides. And so, uh, you know, all of a sudden one of the parties, uh, you know, they, they kind of get the, the bad end of, of the deal and, and they don't have any other contact with the other person. And I think that can make them feel like shit. So have you been ghosted? I've been ghosted. Uh, yeah, I've also ghosted uh, some okay, people. So I want to hear each of these. I want to hear both <laughs> sides of this. So let's talk about you being getting ghosted first. Like, okay. What was like the worst experience where you've been ghosted by a girl? Normally, it like wasn't like super, uh, super committed relationships for me. It was more like. Um, yeah, you know, I'd hop on Tinder. I'd be, you know, I'd, I'd go maybe on one or two dates with somebody, and and for whatever reason, they were just like, I'm not even gonna message him back. I'm not even. I'm just gonna disappear, and like, I'd I'd either be blocked on Tinder or just deleted. Or if they had uh, friended me on Facebook, they were gone. And then it was just like. I had no idea how to get a hold of them. And it was just like, okay, I get the message. We're done. And uh, so, yeah, I think it, it hurts a lot more than maybe getting like a, like a, oh, yo, we should, you know, we should just be friends or, oh, um, I, you know, I think it'd be better if we, you know, just dated other people or something. I don't, I don't know. It just like kills your soul, honestly. Okay. So if it kills your soul, then why were you such a dick and ghosted somebody? Because I got catfished, Zach. How That's did, why. You got catfished. Oh god. Oh my gosh. Okay. So stories. um I had like I had been messaging this girl for a minute. We had never met in person. All I had to go off of was her man, this was it was either her just her Instagram or just her Tinder profile. So okay. I just had pictures. But then I mean we would talk like six hour conversations on the phone. Um, and so finally, like the time comes for us to finally meet in person and I'm not kidding. Like I went up with my cousins and uh, it was like a little house party thing. And, and, uh, when I got up there, I mean, this person was not at all what she appeared to be on her, on her profile. And so it was just like, she was wanting me to stay later and like, just keep hanging out. My cousins wanted to leave. And I was just like, uh, yeah, I, I can't stay. I got to go. And it was just like, Oh, well, why, why not? And I, we made up some dumb excuse. I was like, Oh, it's no big deal. We just can't, can't do it tonight. But then like, once we were driving away, they were just like, dude, never again. Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's a different, like, like, I almost want to justify the ghosting because like she did catfish you and she didn't. I hate when people like do a lot of filters and like trick you with the angles right. and they're like something completely not what you would expect them to be. Also, just as a side note, I think you have to let me back into your IG. I got kicked out because my mic wasn't working. Oh, okay. I will. Because I, I want people to weigh in like as I want to know, like if they think it's okay to ghost somebody if. Like right. they, if you've been cat, like if you're catfishing somebody, I hate when people catfish you and they're not like authentic from the jump. And then they, you know, are offended about you not, you know, wanting to maintain the relationship. But it's like, you fucking, you tricked me and you're not who you said that you were. So no, I don't yeah. want to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I you. tend to think I'm a pretty like 
reasonable person. Like, I, I don't know. I, I've wronged a few people in my life, but I, I like, I can't think of any experiences where I just like cut off all communication with someone where like they hadn't wronged me in some way. Like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just justifying all the times I ghosted, which I can't think of that many times, but I think generally it's, it's not good. Like if, if they, you know, if I knew who they were and like we had met in person, I, I never have like ghosted someone to the point where, you know, I just, I all of a sudden was like, all right, I'm cutting off everything and they're never going to see me again. Cause so was that the only I mean, time that you ghosted somebody? Mm. I, oh, okay, so it's happened again. I well, I'm trying to think. Like, I I think there's been some cases where I've like, okay, like this has gotten this has gotten weird, or uh, you know, this person, I I don't know, like maybe maybe it was like a bad hookup, and then I was just like, see, that's regretting the, it. That's okay. Know. See, but that's like the most common scenario is it's like a yeah. hookup that went wrong and then like you just cut off all communication. But I feel like when you're hook when you hook up with somebody that's such an intimate thing that like cutting off communication is just so cold. No? I agree. I agree. I just imagine that like they're one of those people where it's like you know, like what I don't know. It's you you both might be into something when, you know, it's, it's a party and like, you're, it's just super in the moment, but then you get back into your real life and then they're all just like blowing up your phone and you're just like, who is this person? Like, I don't even, I, it's just, I think it's different, especially if they're super annoying about it, mm-hmm. then like, and they're not getting the message. Uh, if someone doesn't have maybe the courage to just be like, stop texting me or stop like contacting me you know their next best bet might be to just ghost them I so just, I, I think yeah i think it's an easier way out um i don't think it's necessarily like the most moral way out and i can see why so many people would be upset about it but i, I just feel like I, ghosting I, is so it's such a cruel it's such a cruel thing to do. Like, just be like a real decent human being and just like not cut off communication with somebody. Like, or at least be like, look, I didn't like you. I'm just not that into you. Like, I don't think, I don't remember if I've, the last time I ghosted somebody. I don't even think I've done it often. Yeah, no, and I, I literally had a strain to try and remember cases and they were obviously from like almost a decade ago. But yeah, I mean, I... <sighs> I think there are a certain breed of people too, who like just that might be their only way of, of interacting with people just because of how like emotionally like walled off they are or how incapable of, you know, being hurt. And so they just like, it's just a one and done thing. And and then they don't want any type of like follow through. So they just end everything after. Yeah the initial thing. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I never, I've never been that person, but I, I definitely know people that are like that. And I, I wish there were ways that people could identify those people beforehand, maybe if they were looking for something more, but I don't know. I mean, I think if you're starting out, if your first like, uh, romantic interaction with someone is like drunk at a party hookup, I don't think that's a great foundation and I don't think things are going to, they, they may not develop as well as you might have planned, especially if you think maybe you like, you know, 
scored something out of your league or upgraded or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into some stories that people actually sent in. Yeah, let's do it. Um, okay. So I have one. This one is from the queen of ghosting. Okay. Ooh. And she says that like this was her, this is like her thing. She, or what used to be her thing when she was actually dating, she used to ghost people all the time. Um, she said, I used to be the queen of ghosting. Uh, I once saw this guy that I know really liked me in the mall with a group of his friends. He walked up to me and was so excited to introduce me to his friends. And I literally said, I think you're talking to the wrong person. He said, Jen, that's my real name. We just slept together four days ago. I kept it going and I was like, um, I don't think so. I would have remembered that. And she said he was so sickly embarrassed. Bless his heart. Oh my gosh. That is I don't think I've brutal. ever heard. Yeah. That's cruel. That, that's on another level. That is. Oh my I wouldn't. I, who who is that person? I I feel bad for you. I I'd like to send you a care package. I mean, uh, I think she she's admitting this now because she thinks because apparently she's grown from it and she no longer does it. But I just feel like that's so like mean. Like, is it like something interpersonal that like you like you're insecure or like you just don't have the balls to say it to somebody's face? Right. I don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think. Like, why do you think people ghost? Is it because they're afraid? Is it because they're just, like, I don't know, into themselves and, like, don't think that they have to give you the same decency that they would like in return? You know, or are they just dicks? But I feel like everybody ghosts. I feel like we're in we're an age where um, social media and, and connecting with people, it's so easy and it's so disposable at the same time. I mean, think about how you're meeting people on dating apps now. Like everybody is so disposable and, and it's quick. It's like, if I don't like the th- first three photos that you have available to me, then I'm going to swipe left. And even if there right. was like a 90 or 80% potential, because I didn't have that extra 10 to 15% that like it could have worked out and I'm looking for perfection because we live in social media and we have this like idealized um you know it's the new disney you know disney gave us this false idea of what love or you know relationships were supposed to be like and what our roles were in relationships and now i feel like social media is kind of doing the same thing where you know we think that there's always something better we think that the the options are limitless and so we can always you know keep going and do better from there Oh, I, yeah, I, I could talk about this for ages. And I think it's something like even my wife and I had like spent a long time like grasping is that, you know, we're raised with these like insane laundry lists of what what we expect from our like future soulmate and our significant other. And then it's like you get into a relationship with someone that you care for and that you love and and you start to find out that they're not all of those things. And, um, and so if that's your idea of, you know, what a successful relationship or eventually marriage might, might be, then, I mean, you're, you know, it's, it's, you're going to keep breaking up with everybody that you date because you have all these false expectations. And so I think like the biggest thing for us was, was like adjusting those expectations to who, the other person actually is as an individual Mm -hmm. and like 
like accepting them fully, but then realizing like you guys can both change together. Like obviously yeah. my wife and I are not the same people that we were when we met each other, like at all. I, I, I don't know if I have much in common with the person that I was then. I don't think she has much in common with that person. Obviously we still have the same genes, but it's like we've both kind of coalesced into individuals that are much more alike than right. we were when we first met. And I think that kind of smooths things over. But, you know, to this whole ghosting thing, it's like if everybody that you hook up with or that you, you know, find on a dating app, which I feel is like the number one way people are, you know, meeting and dating these days. Yeah. You know, you, you get these sort of superficial profiles of the person and, and, you know, kind of snapshots of who they are. And so maybe, you know, you think, oh, this might fit the bill. And then you meet them and maybe they're a disappointment or maybe they blow you out of the water. But, you know, a few months in or a few weeks in they're you know, their flaws start to show up and you're like, wait a minute, this is not what I signed up for. I'm out. Uh, or, you know, you have your own insecurities. And so it's like, I think the, the sort of the knee jerk reaction most of the time is, just, is to just bail. And that's why I see the divorce rate as high as it is in this country. And, and I think it's just people have these misconceptions about what a relationship requires and yeah. it, and it requires you know a lot of work and a yeah. lot of readjusting your expectations That's what it, requ it requires work and people don't want to do any of the work yeah or they're afraid so, of it. okay i have another story from james i'm gonna play this one let's get james's ghosting Hi, Zach. this is james and this is my ghosting story so a while back uh, i started dating a girl and i was just reluctant to kissing her whatever the reason was i just didn't feel like it was time and she have of a hairy course, lip? before we started dating uh i wasn't going to kiss her but then even when we started dating for some reason i kind of just held back and so uh in total we dated for about three months and uh you know the deeper we got into these months the more she would wonder why i wouldn't kiss her and i never had a good reason you know, I just said, it's just not ready to happen yet. And uh, so she would sometimes uh, joke around, and I say that with quotation, air, air quotation marks around that. She would joke around how, how she would run off with someone that would satisfy her and then tell me she's just joking, trying to kind of just swayed me into following through and, and actually kissing her, and I just wouldn't buy it. Uh, and then one day... Uh, you know, maybe I'd reach out to her in the morning, you know, see, good morning, see how she's doing. And, uh, she didn't reply. And, uh, I didn't hear back from her. I just figured, you know, I just wait. You know, a day goes by, two days go by, a week go by. And I didn't hear from her, and I reached out to some of her friends that I know, and they didn't know anything either. So I was like, okay, this is kind of strange. Um, these friends weren't that close to her either, so, you know, I didn't have, like, any direct... Uh, close com communication with her. Um, month goes by, three months goes by, and uh, you know, I figured it was over. Maybe she just didn't want to deal with me. And uh, I find out about six months later she had moved to Vegas and never knew about it. So that's my ghosting story. Man. 
I mean, I feel like if you're not going to kiss somebody and you've been dating them for like a, 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 few, a few weeks, that's a little, a little question. Like you deserve to be broken yeah. up with. Like if that's seriously, like you're not, then you're not into that. Like, wh- why are you even dating her? Why are you stringing her around? Yeah, I almost question too if like they were just incapable of like cutting it off to hurt their feelings. But don't you think it hurts their feelings even more if you don't if you don't like actually officially cut it off? Yeah, well, obviously, but to the person who doesn't have the courage to do it, they're, they'll just string it along. I mean, See, I think that's... I'm really like a, bad. I do the opposite. Like, I'll keep dating you if I know I'm not into you just to, like, not be mean and, like, do anything. Like, I, yeah, I have two modes. Uh, I'll either, like, keep it going way too long or I'll just, like, abruptly cut it off. But, like, for the most part, if you continue to, like, text me or reach out to me, like, I'll continue to entertain it even if I know, like, it's probably not going to go anywhere. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm saying is that is, I think, the, like, typical person is they just don't, you know, I mean, at what point it's, it might be something that they gradually find out over time, like, okay, maybe I'm not fully into this person or, you know, at, you know, is it fight number four or fight number 23 that they're like, okay, I'm going to end it now. I mean, most people stay in bad relationships or stay in relationships where they're not into the other person uh, just because neither one of them have the courage to end it until it gets way too bad. And then they're like, almost is that how you forced- ended up married with two kids? <laughs> you <laughs> just didn't, I said, is that how you ended up married with two kids? You just didn't know how to break up with her. Uh, no, I'd say f- with us, um, like we dated for two years before we had our first. And like, we, we were already talking about like, where the rest of our lives would go and they were on the same page so like when we got when we had uh when when we found out uh my wife was pregnant it was like it wasn't something that was like oh my gosh like this isn't this isn't part of our plan or this isn't uh something that we eventually wanted um i think for a lot of people they have visions of where their life is going to go and they don't match up with the other person. And so then it's a problem. Like, for example, I know someone very close to me who wants kids, but their partner doesn't want kids. And that's like a pretty big difference. And so it's like, how do you reconcile things that are that huge? You know, I mean, my wife and I had disagreements about littler things but nothing that ever was like made us want to end the relationship yeah you guys were for the most part on the same page and wanted the same like you had the same end goal yeah yeah and i, I mean think, at i think one that's point another... i was like oh sorry what no, go ahead I, at one point i like i wanted to move to la and you know try the whole acting you know, director, whatever, make my own show yeah. thing. And and my wife was not having it. She was <laughs> like, no, you're going to finish school. <laughs> you're going to stay here. Like, we're not doing that. Or, or she was like, well, when are you planning on doing that? And I was like, oh, whenever I can afford it. She was like, okay, well, and I mean, this was super early on. And, and she was like, well, you didn't like ask me if I wanted to go. You didn't ask me if like, we were going to get a place together. And then I kind of had that aha moment where I was like, 
wow, like I'm planning my life without her. And that was like a huge, I remember that was like a huge episode for us because it was like a moment in time where I was planning out my life and it didn't include her in it. Yeah. And And I think that's such a big issue within relationships or when it comes to dating. And I feel like people always say like, don't share your intent or like if you're interested in having a relationship, like kind of keep that reserved in the first couple of dates because you don't want to scare them off. But I feel like, and this is probably why I scare off so many guys. It's just like, I'm like, this is what I want. Like, these are my intentions. And like, I ask that like straight up, like before or even on the first date, like what are your intentions and where do you want to go? And like, if you can't be clear with me, then like, like we're not this isn't going to work. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's something that like leads to so many like this relationship that I was talking about earlier. It was like they had gotten to the point where it was almost like too far gone. Now they have lots of intimate experiences to reference. They have all these really deep feelings for one another. Yeah. They've lived with each other for over a year but they have completely different ideas of where they want their lives to go. And it's like, you know, it's the make it or break it moment right now where it's like, you guys got to figure out what's going on. Like, are you guys going to stay together? Are one of you going to budge? You know, and, and sometimes you, you know, you get a surprise and, and you are forced to make a change. But other times if it's absolutely like in your bones, something you don't want to do, then it may be a, deal breaker after the fact and that's like you know the worst case scenario okay so your relationship obviously worked out so i have a couple of questions for you about your relationship to kind of see how you got from dating to now we have like five minutes left on the show so we'll go through this quickly but i want to like show like from bad dating experiences to now actually being in a successful relationship where you really are like more than just instagram in love um so how, how long did you guys date before it became official um, before I asked her out, like boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Before you were officially in a relationship. Uh, a month. Okay. So you guys dated for a month. Where did you guys meet? We met at a college dance. Okay. So like normal people out IRL in real life. Yeah. Okay. Like we met, we met through some like, uh, mutual friends that, you know, had known each other and then, you know, she caught my eye and I was just like, who's that? I need to grab her number. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So it was a month. You guys met through mutual friends out in real life. How early or late into the dating slash relationship was sex introduced to the relationship? Mm. Like, were you still dating or were you already in a relationship at that point? Uh, no, sex didn't get introduced until we had been dating a while. Um, I would say probably like, three months. Okay. And then how long into the dating relationship process before you guys actually decided you wanted to have a future together? Mm. I mean, we were like, from the beginning, it was like, we were like, we wouldn't pursue this if we didn't think we'd have a future together. It was, okay. I don't I was smitten. Uh, she was smitten. It was like, I don't know. We we were both like, you know, if this keeps going the way it is, like I don't I don't see a reason for us breaking up and it just always it was like since that moment it never ended. Okay. And there know. was never a point where you guys kind of questioned 
Like it was just kind of instant from the start. Oh, I mean, we questioned for sure. And I mean, it's actually crazy because we fought more when we, in the first year of us dating, than we do now for sure. Or that we have in the last like two years of knowing each other, we fight way less than we did when we first met each other. It was like, because we're complete polar opposite personalities. And so it was like, we were super into each other, but we didn't like see the world the same way. We were on different energy levels, like all of that, all of that stuff, you know, we did different astrological signs. Exactly. (laughs) And so it was like, that took almost like a year, if not two, for us to completely get comfortable being with each other all the time and, you know, being comfortable with each other in all of those different ways. And so I I would just say it's like, it was not like, it was not a instant, like a, just a coast the whole time. It was like definitely a work in progress and you definitely have to figure out who the other person is and how they operate and, and get to get to that point yourself. Yeah. Okay. So I think my kind of takeaways from this, because I've been doing, we've talked a lot about dating this season. I've had a lot of experts on, I've had a lot of, you know, single people and people in relationships kind of come on and give me different takes and perspectives. So I think based off of everything, because now we're at the end of the season um, and we had a lot of people on earlier in the season, like even the experts and the people that were in successful relationships, I think dating apps are total BS at this point. And I don't think dating (laughs) apps really, like the most successful relationships have not come from dating apps. They've come from meeting in real life and actually going out and being a real person in the real world and connecting with people and having clear lines of communication, getting on the same page, making sure you're on the same page very early on so that the expectations aren't ruined later down the line. Um, And yeah, and ghosting is just awful and people that do it are just total dicks, but guys get ghosted too, just as much, or maybe not as much as girls do, but it definitely happens across the board and it should definitely stop. And that's my. I agree. And that's my. Stop rant. ghosting. Hashtag stop ghosting. Hashtag, Get it done. Ha- hashtag boycott ghosting. <laughs> you know, since there's a new boycott every week. All right, Gunnar, where can people go and follow you and keep up with with the the Thorderson family? Oh, well, you can find us on Instagram uh, at Gunnar G U N N A R T H O R. I'll pop up, and then uh, my wife Becca. Thorderson as well, T H O R. You should find us pretty easily. So that's where that's where you can you can find us, and our links to other social media handles are on there as well. I love it. Thank you guys for listening to hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Thank you so much for calling in, Gunner. And again, stop ghosting people. It's just awful. I don't like it. And if you want to actually date, like I had Charles Gerolando on the show earlier this season, and he said that it's proven dating apps are total bullshit. And I think I'm finally a subscriber. I subscribe to that vibe now. Don't forget to listen to to subscribe and listen to hashtag no filter every Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places and get ready because hashtag adulting will be back very soon, like in the next couple of weeks soon. So get ready um, and go follow the adulting podcast. We're also on all social on all podcast networks there as well. Follow me at just plain Zach, follow Gunner, follow his wife, Becca, their handles will be in the description below and keep sending me your awful dating stories or, you know, send me your, your voice notes so we can play them live on the show. Um, thank you guys for listening. And I, I got to go cancel my Bumble account right now. Okay. Bye. Bye.